Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. This is 365 Sports, powered by Sikkim365.com. Brett McMurphy, Action HQ, Action Network HQ. He, of course, one of uh, our guests that when there's something we need to know about in college athletics even deeper than what sometimes we might have, it's Brett McMurphy who joins us on 365 Sports early today. Brett, we were going to discuss Florida State, and we will, but then last night the Pac-12 story that popped for Oregon State, Washington State, and the other 10. uh, Is this an obvious win for Oregon State and Washington State? Yeah, absolutely. Because you know, financially, that was that was the big uh, that was the big sticking point, and that's important for them going forward and whatever they may do. So, um, the fact that they you know have control of the majority of the revenue um, from the, from the league is good news for them. Now, it's the good news. Now, the bad news is they've got to they've got to figure out what to do, and it's not an easy solution. Do you try to rebuild the league? league and that means bringing in teams from the mountain west in future seasons or do you do some type of merger with the mountain west or do you try to you know latch on to one of the other power four conferences which is probably they never say never but i would think i mean i don't know at this point right now i don't think it's that's realistic just because of the geography and i know geography doesn't matter in college sports anymore but they are kind of outliers up there uh, in the left corner of the of the map. So, um, but the good news is they they can move forward and try to figure out what they can do. And certainly, they've already announced their schedule for 2024. Um, that was huge. And then, uh, you know, I think these next next two years will be very telling and kind of show what's going to happen with them. You know, starting in 2026 when we get the new 12 team format the playoff and, and maybe the conferences settle down a little bit by that by that time so brett florida state with this big meeting today a lot of uh, reports out there this week on, on this probably coming down the pipeline sooner rather than later and here we are on friday right before christmas break and we're going to learn something from florida state today what are your expectations and uh, just what do you make of the the timing and just the the pursuit itself by florida state to try and see what can be done here with this grant of rights yeah, well, you know, I, I reported yesterday that, you know, this Florida, this is something Florida State's been talking about with its key stakeholders for over a year. And, you know, there was some consideration to actually do this before the season. Um, but then ultimately they decided they didn't want to be a distraction of the football team if they made this, this kind of announcement. So they wanted to wait until after the, after the football season. I know some people have reported, um, you know, because of the college football playoff snub, that was the last straw. This this drove FSU over the edge. I don't, um, I don't believe that. I'm not. That's not true. It, what it did, though, is it maybe you know sped up the process a little bit. 
I mean, they're not going to one. What I think happens today, and the, the meeting starts in 15 minutes. I, you know, their board of trustees, they'll all get up there and they'll talk about how great Florida State is and how much the disparity of revenue is between the ACC and the SEC and the Big Ten, and how much value Florida State has as a TV market and brand and all those good things, which we've heard him say in the past six months. You know, when I've talked to you guys, when they've had these meetings, the difference is. You know, I believe and I've been told that at some point they will they threaten that they're going to leave the ACC. You know, they've said that publicly in the past. I don't think they're go- today they're going to say we're leaving the ACC. I think they're going to somehow say that they are they are now give their president, their athletic director, um, their legal department, whatever, um, the authority to start pursuing start pursuing what exactly it would take to leave the ACC. So I I think people that are expecting them to come out and say, we're leaving the ACC. Here's our notice. I, I, it may happen. I'd be shocked if it did. So I think it's more to kind of officially start the process. Although who are we kidding? They, they started this process a year ago. They, they made multiple trips to Greensboro, North Dakota, North Dakota, North, uh, North Carolina to look at the, um, ACC grant of rights. So they, they, they know everything they already know. But because of Florida Sunshine State laws, Florida State University uh, bylaws, they, they've got to do this in a public setting. So that's what they'll do. But, um, you know, it, 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 will be, it will be fascinating to see what happens. And, you know, kind of as, as one source told me about this whole thing is this is basically, you know, this is the – Oppenheimer-like ripple effect throughout college athletics. And it's not that because Florida State is such a, a, a hot property. I mean, certainly, you know, there still is in question, would the Big Ten, does the Big Ten want them? Does the SEC want them? Um, potentially, both of those conferences, you know, may decide, yeah, you know what, we're good where we are. That's a real possibility. However, if Florida State and their legal team can figure a way out of the grant of rights, which goes on for another 10 more, 10 more years, then that's where you have the Oppenheimer-like ripple effect because then you will have a max, mass exodus out of the SEC from – it would be quicker to list who probably wouldn't get an invite somewhere else. That would probably be Boston College, Wake Forest, Syracuse. But pretty much everybody else would look to scatter and find higher ground in either the Big Ten, the SEC – and also the Big 12 could be a possibility. Brett, do you really believe that, that that Florida State could find itself? I know you just mentioned it, but, I mean, do you really think that they would move forward here without, I guess, figuring that they've got a landing spot somewhere? And do you really think that if they were to become available in, in the sense that they're you know able to be uh, moved, that the SEC and Big 10, both one of those, really wouldn't have an interest in, in a brand like that? Well, I I can give you the, you know, both sides of that. The Big Ten certainly wants to get in the state of Florida. Um, as much as you think, you think uh, Ohio State, Michigan have a rivalry. I've got a bigger rivalry in college sports. The biggest rivalry in all of college sports right now, and that's ESPN versus Fox. <laughs> yeah. And you're laughing. I'm not. I know oh, I joke a lot. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm dead serious. And so here's, here's, here's the kind of the predicament here. Fox. And the Big Ten would love to get into Florida. If, you know, you gave 
Greg, thank you some truth serum, and you probably don't even need to give it to him. He doesn't want to add Florida State. Florida State does nothing for the SEC. Um, yeah, it's a big brand. It comes in. It can boost their, fo- their football product. But they already have the state of Florida. They're fine. However, they don't want the Big Ten to come into Florida. Mm-hmm. ESPN certainly does not want Fox to plant their flag in Florida. So if you're the SEC, do you kind of say, well, we we need to take Florida State so the Big Ten doesn't get down here and start you know recruiting even more when you've got a you've got a team or teams in the state. So that that's kind of what to keep an eye out on or, or kind of what's being discussed behind the scenes. Um, but for the Big Ten, certainly you know for them they and they truly are a national conference. They'll be in L.A., Seattle, um, Washington D.C. Um, you know, the Midwest, and now, now they can get into New York, now they can get into Florida, that would be huge for them. But then, you've again, you've got 18 member schools with the new additions. So if you're not in the top four or five schools right now, do you really want to add Florida State? Because now you're shuffling down one more spot on the totem pole. Mm-hmm. Your road to the college football playoff, which is probably unlikely, just got even more – tougher your road to being get getting the six wins and being bowl eligible is also going to be tougher now um is it worth whatever more money you're going to get um by bringing in florida state worth it at some point you know this is what these these schools need to need to decide and again keep in mind before the big 10 added oregon and washington I talked to Big Ten Commissioner Tony Petiti at Big Ten Media Days, and he flat out told me, we have no interest in expansion. None, zero, it's not on the front burner, the back burner. We're fine where we're at. Fast forward two weeks, and they're they're adding Oregon and Washington. So things can change that quickly, and he was being honest with me. Um, That's that's the unknown is, you know, how much – difference it would make for the Big Ten to add in a, a Florida State, a Miami, potentially a Clemson. Um, I do think as far as the, the SEC, I don't think the SEC goes beyond 16 unless the Big Ten is going to go beyond 18. If the Big Ten, it's almost a game of chicken. If the Big Ten stays pat, then the SEC stays pat. So I guess your original question, does Florida State make this move if they're not guaranteed somewhere to go? I believe they do. Uh, they believe they they have a way out of the grant of rights. We will find out. Um, their legal team, you know, certainly that, that would be a long process. Um, and they feel like that when they are available and they, they're out of the grant of rights, that they will have options um, for either the Big Ten or SEC. And if neither one of those – Conferences are a possibility. Then certainly the Big 12 would make overtures to the FSU. The biggest sticking point with that is how do you make the money worth it for Florida State, which is going to be paying hundreds of millions of dollars to get out of the ACC. Brett, last question, because I know that meeting is about to start and you want to be all in the in the middle of it, is uh, if Florida State does this, and let's say they move forward, but they don't win or they can't get out of it, is the ACC in a position where they could penalize them? Um, I, I guess penalize them, I'm not sure 
what exactly they could do. They, they, they can't really withhold. I don't believe they can withhold. I haven't seen the grant of rights, but right. I, I don't believe they would be able to. It doesn't, it doesn't seem like they would be able to withhold revenue from them. That's really the only way you, you penalize yeah. schools anymore is financially. So I don't know necessarily if, if they could penalize them that way. If, if you're trying to you know, get out of a contract and you're, you're not able to do so, uh, I guess there would be penalty enough you're going to have egg on your face um, the entire time you remain in that conference. I, you know, I would be surprised if there would be a financial penalty there. Um, certainly, again, whether they like it or not, Florida State's their biggest brand. Yep. They're their biggest TV draw. Um, so I don't know necessarily what they would want to do. Um, and that's, look, no surprise. That's why they added Cal, Stanford, and SMU, because they, they've got their deal with ESPN. If they drop below 15 schools, including Notre Dame, ESPN can renegotiate the contract. And so that's kind of why they backfilled at those schools, because they realized that, you know, potentially Florida State and other schools would, would be leaving or would be trying to leave, and they wanted to get some five schools now as opposed to waiting in a year or two when they leave and then there's no power five schools available and then you're scrambling to, to grab teams from the american or Sun Belt or juco ranks or wherever wherever in the world you're going to find teams at this point but um yeah it's you know i don't know how much i've helped you there's a lot of unknowns mm-hmm. i think you know this morning we'll you know we'll find out how serious florida state is is it just a bunch of posturing and beating their chest about well we got screwed in the playoff and now we're really 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 serious about looking into this or are they going to say we're we're starting the process of actively finding a path out of the ACC that's two big differences because up to this point um they basically they talked a big game and now today we're going to find out if it's more talk or they're actually going to actually going to take some action or at least start the process of doing this and one final thing, if they do have to give a year's notice, so if they go ahead and go through with this, whether it's today, whether it's next August when they notify the ACC, the earliest they could they would be able to get out and go to a new league would be July 1st, 2025. And Brett, last thing for me, so the Big 12, do you think they just are sitting back right now just letting things fall where they fall before they – you know, try to, I guess, figure out too much because there are so many unknowns. I mean, they're the league that was on death's door, and now they've seen the pack die. The ACC's got a fire going on in the basement. Uh, are they just Brett your market company kind of sitting back and surveying at this point? They're probably trying to deliver firewood to the, that basement. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably right, yeah. Great uh, you know, the, the, I mean, basically, yeah, they're – the Big 12 is just sitting back and seeing what happens because, like I said, if Florida State gets out, you know, I would think Florida State would find a home in, in one of the two behemoths, the, the Big 10 or the SEC. But then, you know, there will be resulting more moves. And, you know, as, as we talked about, you know, when I've talked with you guys in the past, you know, there's some teams that, that make a lot of sense. Um, also, you know, geography-wise, which I know doesn't matter anymore, but certainly like the Louisville or Pitt, um, and other schools that would make sense to the Big 12. So, yeah, I, I think the Big 12 sitting back and uh, the Big 12, you know, does not have the financial, uh, you know, resources of the, of the, as far as meteorites, as far as the, the Big 10 and, and SEC. So they're just sitting back. But, yeah, again, if, if, if 
four state and others find a way out of the grant of rights, then the big, big 12 will benefit. And will that be one team? Will that be four teams? Will that be six teams? I mean, it's impossible to say. And anyone right now that says they know, they're, they're absolutely lying because folks in the Big 12 don't know because they're waiting to see how this shakes up. Brett, thank you very much for jumping in early with us today. Enjoy, uh, I guess, what we're about to find out, if much of anything other than saber-rattling. Florida State about to start their meeting. Brett McMurphy, Action Network HQ. We always appreciate your time, and Merry Christmas, sir. This has been a Rogue Media Network production. Wait.